Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 305, Episode 5 of Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Friday, September 22nd, 2023, day after. Do you remember the 21st day? Is that it? Is that what it says? Of September. Is that the right date? Anyways, fuck me. My name's Jack O'Brien, aka She Got a Stealthy Use. A bomb and shoot So fancy it can't even be seen Oh, oh, oh. La, 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 Losing all my jets That is courtesy of Johnny Davis on the Discord He had a whole A whole ass song But I don't know how Benny and the Jets Goes that well So You did pretty awesome Thank you so much I know that part I know the part that everybody knows the Benny and the, the the part that is just like infectious and in all of our brains all of the time. I thought that was the whole song. I really <laughs> I think that's didn't it. know there was more than that. It's like that other Elton John song, Saturday, where he just goes Saturday, 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 Saturday. Like white people wedding songs, you only know the chorus. Yeah. White people wedding music. How is that not a compilation CD? That, I don't know how to you tell know? you this, but we do have those playlists. We just haven't you told you about them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty positive it exists. I bet yeah. you it's been monetized. If that's not a website right now. But I... like I I just would have loved the like you know that like soft focus late night TV commercial where it's like, love ballads. But White people wedding music, where it's just like cutting the. Do you want to fit in dancing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, Do you kind of know the words to like one second of this song? Are you too cool for this venue? Yeah, <laughs> Do you exactly. need to fit in? Yeah. I like the idea of them just choosing the only songs that they think are not offensive, but completely not understanding what they're about. Just like yeah. Truffle Butter. What an amazing song <laughs> about a very high quality butter. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> can get a lot of I'm like, oh, no. 
They're like, I also love broccoli dram. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love God, to eat this, my veggies. This food playlist really goes. Yeah. Getting all my favorite flavors. How hard does it go? It goes hard. It goes. <laughs> that's right. Oh, um, that's... Yeah. The elderly are always saying, this really goes. Anyways, enough bullshitting. That's my catchphrase. I'm thrilled to be joined by today's very special guest co-host, a very talented writer, stand-up comedian, advice columnist, podcast host. Please welcome to the show, the brilliant, the talented, Sophia Alexandra! Oh my God, thank you so much, but I prefer that you address me as American Miles because that is the only version of me that exists now since regular Miles has been replaced by Italian Miles. Yeah, yeah, this is old, this is Miles classic. Like, Is you this know, like for... dressing? What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, Miles My- went to Italy and we lost him to the old country. That's it, to the focaccia. Yeah. I, got, I started thinking about dressing. It was like Italian... Oh, yeah, yeah. Creamy, <laughs> Balsamic Miles. Yeah. You know, just slightly spicy. You know how Miles is. Yes. Uh, no, he literally is just belongs to the country of Italy now. And yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're thrilled to have you with us, American Miles. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for doing it. Italian Miles would just be kilometers. Ba-doom, boom, boom. Oh! Because oh! of the metric ah! system. Kilometer gray, but spelled with an E. Check out the big brain on Pallavi. We are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious and brilliant stand-up comedian, writer, actor, improviser, uh, biomedical engineer. You can catch her on stages across this damn country. It's Pallavi Ganale! I do my own sound effects. Uh, Michael Winslow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm the Michael Winslow Impersario. of, of anti police academies. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the police academies. Yeah. Michael Winslow of the community garden. That is yes. how we like our heroes. Yeah. They do not like me making noises in there. <laughs> I love the I love the idea of a a cop who just uses his ability to make noises as like his only weapon. Because I yeah. I don't I don't believe we ever saw Michael Winslow pull pull his gun. Right? It was always just he found a way to like get in just like into like behind some crates and confuse some criminals with some noises. Like it, we don't it, have enough MacGyver cops. Too many gang police officers yeah. nowadays. Not enough people making fun noises and distracting yeah, yeah. hijinks. <laughs> All I can think about is the first thing he probably thought of was like, oh, just making the sound of a gun better than a gun. And then he very quickly, quickly found out that was a mistake. Yeah. And he then went he behind, was like... <laughs> went behind a pile of crates, made the sound of a gun, and then like his, his fellow police officers opened fire on him. Yeah. That's it. And then yeah. from from then on, he's like, I have to do the Rube Goldberg machine of sounds yeah. to get to the outcome I'm looking for without any like sounds that imply violence. Yeah, <laughs> there was only one realistic cop in Police Academy, and it was Tackleberry, the Truth. Kind of deranged, presumable recipient of a traumatic brain injury who was also like just all guns all the time, just worried about shooting things, would shoot a fly. To be, yeah, that, that seems him. like 
he would have passed the academy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You mean like yeah, a yeah. LAPD officer, just like a right. red LAPD officer? That is the entry level exam for That's the right. academy. <laughs> yeah. What do you do when a fly is annoying you? Anyways, Pallavi, we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell the listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, We're going to just round out the week with a little grab bag of some stories. We're going to check in with Hutchinson, Cassidy Hutchinson. That's her name, the former Trump aide who gave us a, a couple little details in her new book that's named... I'm not going to say here both because I failed to learn it, but also because I don't want to help her sell books. But there's some fun details from behind the scenes there. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is stepping down as the chair of Fox. No! He has so much more to give. You know, <laughs> like that we went to the same place. So we... <laughs> <laughs> We're just out here tap dancing yeah. on his grave. Oh We're like, boop, 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 we ready. I'm like, I've been working on a little Foxtrot number. <laughs> yeah, a little Fox News trot number. Yeah. Ooh. He's, uh, so he's 92, not dead yet, unfortunately. <laughs> or as but... white people call it, just yeah. a kid. You know yeah, what I mean? He's just a, he's just a kid. Just a he's little still baby. making mistakes. Okay, you just let him learn. Baby. Okay, he's just trying to learn. But we're going to talk about, I guess, like why people give a shit about this. It's really like the succession of it all seems to be why people give a shit about mm. it. And there are some good succession details, some success tales. So we'll talk about that. Talk about Bob Ross's first painting being on sale for $10 million. Yes, I'm very uh, curious about singles it. being recalled for having. Like, this is truly a nightmare. They, like, the, the thing, you know how when you strip, when you, when you peel the craft singles, they got the two, like, layers. I think there's, like, an extra layer on these ones, and people are, like, eating the plastic film stuck to okay, one side of the single. it's not our fault, first of all. It tastes the same, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like craft singles. I think Second that's of good. all... This is discrimination against singles, and I will not stand for it. (laughs) So, like, plastic, you know how there's, like, plastic and you unwrap it? There's, like, two layers of plastic, I guess, right? Yeah. There's actually, like, two and a half because there's, like, a little little back layer. Isn't it, like, a little little pocket? pocket, But then there's, like, a double pocket by accident. Yeah. Yeah, they, like... I don't know exactly what was happening with you this. You have but... to tell Americans exactly what parts of foods to eat or we'll <laughs> eat it all. We'll yeah. eat the rind. We'll eat everything. We'll eat the paper yeah. around the cheese. Tell us what we can't eat. Yeah. We might still eat it. Okay. <laughs> and by the rind, you mean the Snickers bar wrapper. Yes. That's, that's the only rind we know of. By the rind, we mean the silica gel packet. <laughs> the Tide Pod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how are they going to sell some things with a silica gel packet and then other things like ramen that have a little flavor packet? We're supposed to know that, like, the silica gel packets are not flavor packets? Tastes like bacon to me. Yeah. Okay. It's the same format. A packet is a packet. Also, yes. if it keeps it <laughs> fresh, how is that not the tastiest part? You know yeah. what I mean? Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. It dries your mouth out, though. <sighs> terrible you know what then you just snack on a bunch of potpourri and then it just like yeah. honestly just keeps watering for the Juice next like 24 up. to 48 months and then you're fine 
Juicy. Welcome to the LA diet. <laughs> <laughs> so you eat a couple silica packets and then you juice your mouth up with some uh, popes. Yeah, and just chase it with some popes. That's our new Ozempic. Yeah. We might even get to uh, Florida's Surgeon General, who appears to be the first Surgeon General to have told people not to get the COVID vaccine. So that's yeah. brave, honestly. I know. Florida man applies. Florida surgeon. General. Florida surgeon. Yeah, yeah. Killing it. It's actually a it's actually a Florida sturgeon. We did mix that up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, you know, what what did we expect? Like one small step for Joe Rogan, one giant step for this man. Like yes. 100% this is how it happens. Yes. Just like we don't we should trust anybody about this. I'm good. We're good here. He's a, he's not the right specialty, but he's a doctor. So, I think we're good. Before we get to any of that bullshit, Pallavi, we, we have more important things to cover, such as what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Okay, I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but I do. Ha- I was like, so I am Indian. Uh, please don't tune out. And I <laughs> <laughs> have parents who are Indian. Oh, my God. Spoiler plot twist. Um, what? How? Use- my, one question is how? Oh, my God. Listen, it was an accident. Okay, something went weird in the lab. I was bit <laughs> by a radioactive guru. There you go. <laughs> I, that tracks, honestly. That's the only reasonable explanation. That is science. So I talk to my dogs and like my boyfriend the way with with the language that my parents used to talk to me. You know how you like learn intimacy from your parents, yeah. and then like your baby voice is like how your parents talk to you. So that's mm. like. So I use like nicknames and stuff that my parents gave me as a kid to show like affection. But sometimes I use them inaccurately because I'm not like from India. So I don't know. So I was like making sure that one of the nicknames I I called my boyfriend was like accurate. <laughs> and it means like little girl. <laughs> but yeah. I that. So it was accurate. But it's, that, yeah. And that's what you were going He's for. He's my little baby girl. Um, <laughs> but baby girl. it's but like my dad, like, for example, like sometimes he calls me Raja, which means king. So it's not always like gender specific. Yeah. So I'm like gonna keep calling him that. But I yeah, I was it. like, wait a minute. Am I am I Indian enough to know this? <laughs> like I'm just like Googling my own culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like this thing that I've been called my entire life. <laughs> Do I know what that means? This is how I know I'm fucking uh, Eastern European because I'm like, huh, never had this happen. Oh, that's because my Ukrainian family does not use endearments. (laughs) 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 Yeah, there's no mystery there. Solved it. Took three seconds. Okay. That's so funny. That's amazing. I do really love that your dad calls you king. That's okay. Rules. My friend Arlo, very funny comedian from Portland. They call love me Arlo. I love Arlo. They called me Tiny King one time, and I was like, "This is the correct gender expression for me." Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of questions about my gender, but that was right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am a tiny king. I'm not a short king. I'm like a tiny king. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? So yeah. I'm like, it's always been that way. My dad just knew. You know? Yeah. <laughs> What's something you think is overrated? Okay. This might end my relationship, but I'm not going to say it because it's not overrated because it's just that I had misconceived or notions going into it. My boyfriend is a sneakerhead. Okay. Mm. And since dating him, I have upped my sneaker game a thousand percent. I have so many more shoes than I've ever had. 
at the beginning of dating, we were walking through a mall and there was a guy who was like doing the shoe cleaning and he was trying to get us to like get our shoes clean. And he mm-hmm. yelled out, do you, do you want shoe cleaning? It'll help your relationship. Like that's how bad my shoes were. <laughs> it's wow. annoying getting God. roasted by this dude. Cause my dogs eat my shoes. I never give a shit. So I bought all these like new Nikes and they're amazing. They make me feel better. They're wonderful. But I will say the culture around it. I know everybody like men, women, non-binary people wear it. It is heels for men. They're not comfortable. Okay. They're aesthetically mm. pleasing. I was like, they're gym shoes they're sneakers they're gonna be so comfortable oh they're not comfortable just know that going in for anyone dating a a newly dating a sneakerhead or getting into it i had no idea okay so that's that some of my favorite high tops are like some of the heaviest things that any human has ever worn on their feet like my Kyrie's feel like ashes on my feet <laughs> I'm like, there's no but they're so beautiful. They're wonderful. And I feel amazing like performing in them. I'm actually caring where I step now. I used to just walk through mud and stuff. Right. And now I'm like, oh, I do care about how I appear in, in my feet, you know, <laughs> like my footwear. <laughs> but like how it's nice to, to in invest in yourself. Yeah. But oh my God, I thought there would be padding. I'm like, these people play basketball and are athletes. Do yeah. they just suffer all around and expect me to? Yeah. What? You're like, I don't have a Michael Jordan salary to walk around in these all the time. Like, what the or fuck? A Michael Jordan self-esteem. Like, I'm yeah. so lazy. <laughs> there there are some, like, I think the threes are really comfortable. The jo- If you're talking about Jordans, the threes are super comfortable in my experience. But it's a real crapshoot. The ones, like the the first Air Jordans, which are like kind of the coolest ones the most classic ones that like Mm -hmm. you know that they're amazing they there's a scene in uh the last dance where jordan like out of some sense of sentimentality plays his last game at madison square garden in jordan ones and his feet are bleeding like yeah actively bleeding it's truly like it's the most like openly (laughs) I've ever seen a corporation admit that their product sucks outside of Domino's, where they're just like, yeah, these are bad, <laughs> man. These shoes are bad. It's I'm so sorry, fam. We fixed it. Yeah. Like, it's so, because you look at them and you're like, they have to be comfortable. Just like, yes. put something in there. And it's, and that, that's the only thing is like, I never want to hear men complaining about like women's feet hurting. Cause it's like, I know yours are too. Okay. You've just right. been keeping it quiet this whole damn time yeah. and, and selling these shoes. We cry in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose now I will too. This tiny king is repressing yeah. their tears. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the team, Raja says Jack. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I got yeah, I got one pair of uh like one one of my favorite pairs of shoes I ever got were these like collab collaborations between Air Jordan and the Levi's jean brand. And the You got J- Jews, <laughs> jegging shoes. Yeah, le- yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not Jean, right. That Jean Jordans. Right. I can Jean say Jordans. that about our shoes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. I know. Yeah. I was like trying to come up with it, and then I was like, I'm just saying a group of people. <laughs> yeah. Sheens. 
I don't know. No, that's also a group of people. That's oh, yeah. the members of the Martin Sheen family. And yeah. you don't want to mess with them. Oh, I thought not. it was like the fast fashion family. Yeah, oh. the Sheehan's. Uh, <laughs> those are the Sheehan's. Uh, the Sheehan brothers. But they like every piece of... it. W- I think what it taught me was like denim is one of the heaviest known materials to man because like every piece of the shoe is made of denim other than the laces. And holy shit, when I tell you these are like like the mafia should put people in these before throwing them into a body somewhere jay yeah. leno is salivating yeah. okay <laughs> exactly but it's that like so funny layers. you're like this is it's like crazy. plutonium it's- yes yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I, I will say real quick apollo v in defense of someone who's also a sneaker head i i, I talked I, to you guys about this last time Justin. no 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 i i no i think that i think that it's, i don't know how it works of uh, like physics wise, but I do think like the bigger your feet are, the more comfortable these sneakers are because they're designing them for people who are wearing size 16, 17 feet. I wear size oh. 13 and a half. And I now I'm I offended. All right, Justin, like, Justin, I'm this offended. is a take that must be on the air. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't want it to be because I don't you know if it's it. right. I just do you want like me I'm, to quote you or do you want to come on no, and tell put, us? No, put that interstitial. It's still I love recording. This theory. Put it in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so my feet are too tiny to be happy. Is that it? I, my see, feet are too what, small. I, I don't. I don't He's know. Like, how I don't know if I should go on record about the fact that my feet and other parts of my body <laughs> are huge. Or may not be gigantic, <laughs> huge and comfortable and well taken care of. Maybe I don't know. That's just that's how it works physically. That's what I was that, thinking. But I that know. makes sense. I think that's also yeah. like I feel like justice because it's like tall people are uncomfortable everywhere, like in airplanes, walking through door frames. Yeah. yeah. So it's but like now finally their are shoes are comfortable. For yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'd yeah. say that's exclusively reserved for the newer shoes. The ones are always going to be shit. They made Jordan's feet bleed. They're obviously going to make my feet bleed yeah, too. Yeah. That, that's that's one hundred percent true. But I think this is true of the of the newer stuff. Absolutely, I think the bigger your feet are, for whatever reason, the more comfortable they are. Do you think when Jordan's feet were bleeding, he was like, "And I took that personally." You know? Yeah, <laughs> and I took that personally, and that makes sense though. That they're all the shoes are designed for giant human beings. Do like they, Nike must redesign though, right? They must be like, okay, and then how do we make this so it like works on like ninety eight percent of the population? Why would they need to if we're still buying it? Exactly, yeah, it's yeah. Cheaper yeah, exactly. for them to just continue yeah. what they're doing because we're all idiots and we're still buying it. They yeah. truly don't give a shit about their customer base. I will say that, that or the people a... who manufacture them. I don't yeah. think they care Not on either Nike. end. Yeah, I... no. I truly think it's just really profits. And if they could just like put Nike on like just scaffolding and just make you put your feet in it, they would. Yeah. Also they like put fabric on it. I don't understand fashion, but a lot of the designs of like cool newer shoes are like, I guess, ugly in in vogue. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like a trend to be disgusting and it's like okay make that true for personalities and i'm with you you know what i mean yes. <laughs> like, yeah. but with, i'm like i never understood fashion and now Bad you're shoes. doing ironic fashion and i'm confused yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, these shoes look like the shitty shoes that you didn't want to get when you were a kid like the, all all of my shoe taste and like shoe buying is wish fulfillment for myself when i was eight years old exactly <laughs> couldn't get the jordans couldn't get like any of these things that i wanted and thought like still think they looked cool the designs are so classic and the shoes that people think are cool now or are buying more now seem to be the ones th- that i like had to get 
that were like yeah. you know available at Payless Shoes and stuff. Yeah, I mostly yeah. buy sneakers for forty year olds who get excited that I have them on the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, "Oh my god, you have those!" And literally, no one else cares. Yeah, and and but I'm I, I live for that, and that fulfills my heart in this weird little way. And I can I can be frank about that vanity in me, and that's that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as we all look down and have fun, you know, yeah. <laughs> as long yeah. as we can all make fun of you, Justin, I think like whatever yeah. you believe or like love is fine. Yeah. yeah. Please, please roast me lightly for it. Um, I, 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 I might have an ego death if you go too hard, but I, I would yeah. never. I bought Kyrie's. I think I have roasted myself for this to fall. Yes, yes, I will. Uh, you know what? He's got a few hitters out there, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you mean by a hitter, he's got a few hitters out there. Some of his political opinions are pretty cool. Um, uh, oh, well, yeah. you said those it, Those are Jack. the best parts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those, are, those are my favorite parts of him. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We Super need Justin Justin. to take over the pod more often. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, there it is. I agree. Oh, man. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. He's been saying this for years. He's like, you guys should not be on this podcast. It should be. He publishes the podcast. It's a completely different one. We're <laughs> being chill, but it's actually just a coup that Justin has been like meticulously planning. Right. Oh, shit. This wow. entire fucking time. There are so many narratives about me out there right now. It's, uh, it's hard w- to know what to believe. But um... <laughs> That's what happens when you're a, a big footed, chill, cool dude with oh, amazing man. shoes. Everyone's like, what's his deal? I feel like he's like almost too nice to be nice. You made him like, sound like Bigfoot, but with like sneakers on, like that yeah. picture, the blurry picture, but with Jordan. If yeah. someone in Zeitgang can please draw that, I would absolutely purchase that yeah. from you. That is oh, somebody amazing. has to have photoshopped Jordan's onto Bigfoot in the blurry picture, right? Of course. Yeah, I'm sure. All right. What is something, Pallavi, that you think is underrated? Okay. Like I said, I'm very bad at self care. I just started using. I have two dogs and they shed a lot. I just started using a Roomba. It's like let the robots take over. All right, you're doing uh-huh. it better. Okay, <laughs> this place is so much cleaner that I could ever sweep it up. Just take my job. I don't care. I don't care. You can do it, robots. You know, new Roomba. Like how long ago did you get the Roomba? So my my brother gave it to me. So it's an old Roomba, but I just started using it. So okay. I'm like so excited. I'm not going to say anything because it will disappoint you. So I will just let you learn that on your own. Wait, what's disappointing about it? Just there's a lot of that I can't do that. It promises like that. It can just like my father. No, um, (laughs) it'll get tangled up. And like if you have long hair at all, that shit, especially curly hair, will get tangled up in it. It'll not. You'll have to keep cutting through. Uh, there's just a lot of upkeep. And then sometimes it's like, I don't understand that there's a carpet step. I will keep knocking my little Roomba head against it. See, I got it for free and I had no expectations. And I took oh, see, then you're gonna, it. it's awesome. I believe, yeah. I believe I want everyone to have that first week that you have the Roomba where you're like, yeah, possible. Everything is possible. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it will like start like listening in on your conversations like you'll be like wait why is the Roomba in the corner of the room while we're like talking about (laughs) our financial information and why is it wet (laughs) (laughs) why is it wet why does it have those Boston dynamic dog legs and why is it climbing up the walls (laughs) where to get that gun (laughs) yeah my experience with the Roomba so I like I had the same question in my heart the second you brought up the Roomba I was like oh no she doesn't know yet I don't know yet yeah I saw 
I saw the light leave both of our eyes, Jack. I yeah. saw that too. I thought you'd be so excited. And I was like, <laughs> ah, this is so fun. And then But I every like, time someone talks about their Roomba, I'm like, what is it a new purchase? Because I think they will solve it. Like I think eventually it won't be bad. Like that it because like there are things it does that are pretty cool. And, like we've and, we've made artificial hearts and shit. Like you're telling me you yeah. can't find a fucking Roomba solution. Like I believe in us. I, I love I love that we're talking about it like we did it like sports teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, of course we, we did. made artificial hearts. Like let's get on it, guys. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe the most advanced technology in robotics is not going to be purchasable at a Bed Bath and Beyond. Like maybe I was looking for it in the wrong place. But how dare you I, say that about Bed Bath and Beyond? What the fuck do you think Beyond is about? Exactly. <laughs> <Beyond>. <laughs> That's what the Beyond was. I, <laughs> the singularity I also feel like I, I don't care how far technology advances until we make a printer that works you know what i mean like just print just print yeah. what i want you to print and that i'll be excited about and that just i also don't have to be like oh i now need to get like new ink or some shit or Toner, primer highlighter whatever the fuck the printer <laughs> needs that my I'm face like, also needs you yeah, know like i i know i spent that at, at, at Fenty, I don't spend yeah. it on yeah. things for you. I don't. Yeah, Zeitgang, for anybody who's like ever worked at like a, you know, in the government or something like that, do do the powers that be secretly have printers that work? Like, do they just have, like, I feel like the, there is a lot of like, you know, designed obsolescence and like designed like fuck ups with printers so that like the ink costs more than the printer itself and like that's by design I just, big ink I, man big ink i feel like they i've been saying it somebody's probably figured out the big. printer and they just like don't it's not profitable for them to sell a printer that is like yeah this lasts 10 years and just works you know i will say uh speaking of like the artificial hearts and stuff I have been in like academic settings with professors who are like Nobel Prize winners, and they too, who are creating these amazing technologies, can only be foiled by printers and PowerPoint presentations. That is the <laughs> only thing that can defeat a professor successfully. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. That tracks, honestly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and catch up on uh, some news heading into the weekend. We'll be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. Huh, We've been David? here the whole damn time. Where have you been, audience? Yeah. Oh, you've been off in some nether Taking world listening break. to ads. Gross. Herbs. Yeah. Herb. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Cassie Hutchinson. She was White House aide to Donald Trump. And she revealed uh, she has a new book coming out. Uh, which I'm oh, not going to say oh the title. Oh my god! Of. Yay! Love it. That, I'm can't can't imagine that was her entire <laughs> say game less for queen being a White House aide. Uh, but she revealed that uh, Rudy Giuliani groped her during the Stop the Steal rally on January sixth. Yeah, truly, just like a mega like trifecta or something. I would have been surprised if he hadn't groped anyone on any given day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's kind of what he does. He is a walking dick with uh, hands and an ability to consume alcohol. But she also has a little nugget that makes a lot of sense that the reason that Donald Trump wouldn't wear a mask, which was always surprising to me, right? He is a hypochondriac. He hates people. He doesn't want to be around them. He doesn't he, like he keeps the hand sanitizer like on on the ready even before the pandemic. But then suddenly he got real brave with Ed not wearing the masks. So she told this story. President pulled the mask off and asked why I thought he should not wear it. So first of all, cool Cassidy uh, being like, why are you wearing the mask? Uh, I pointed at the straps of the N95 I was holding. When he looked at the straps of his mask, he saw they were covered in bronzer. He wasn't happy about that. Why did no one else tell me that? He said, I'm not wearing this thing. 
Trump was almost never seen wearing one after that, with only a handful of exceptions. And the press was like, you know, this guy's he's rejecting the mask because of his political he's cool stance. and brave. But it's, wait, it why would she f- admit that she was responsible? Isn't that amazing? For influencing millions of people through Trump to not wear a mask. She was like, I'm like so smart. (laughs) It's crazy how many people I killed. That's what I think is wild about someone doing like a tell all thing when like they don't. They're just she's just looking for money, obviously. I know. But but like if you don't have enough like brains to know when you're showing your own ass while trying to show someone else's. Like, a tell-all is not your genre, my dog. Like, that is not... You're going to want to stay away from that. It's just not going to look great. She's like, tell-all? I need to tell you all why I'm a bad person. Right. <laughs> yeah, right? that's what we all fucking that's heard. That's what a tell-all is? Yeah. But, yeah, to your point, like, so many people were then, you know, his supporters took his lead, started refusing to wear the mask, mocking people who did. They still refuse to wear masks to this day. And I'm not saying it's all, I'm not going to blame it all on Cassidy Hutchinson, but like, it's certainly not helping. Like The most embarrassing part, none of his followers had the type of bronzer he did, okay? It was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't have even had bronzer come off. They could have totally saved their lives and the lives of their loved ones. All right, Rupert Murdoch stepping down as Fox chair. Why, God, why? Part of the reaction to this story is a little confusing to me because it implies that I was like aware that he that his position was Fox chair and that like, I don't know, like, couldn't he just continue to like the person who's taking over for him is his son, like who's clearly it's not like he's decided to he's like going to prison or something like he's just this could be a purely like everyone's acting like it actually means something. And I'm not 100% certain that it does mean anything. It's like, you remember that movie from Justin to Kelly or whatever? Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh, my God. From, I was just about to. Exactly. Uh, right. To but, you know, from like <laughs> from dictator to dictator. It's like, right. We're supposed to like. <laughs> you think Kelly Clarkson and Justin, whatever his name, are dictators? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's that so funny. Are you saying felt, they're equally talented? I'm saying that movie felt bad. <laughs> and this also feels bad. And, and I agree with bad. you. And I've been saying that this whole time. That's so funny. You're like on a date. You're like, uh, have you seen that movie? Justin to Kelly. <laughs> That's yeah. what this feels like. <laughs> and the answer is always no. And my yeah. only answer is no. One and day still. you'll find someone who says yes. And then yeah. that'll be your person. Yeah. What a beautiful hate story. <laughs> but so taking over for him, his eldest son, Lachlan, who's already serving as the chief executive of Fox Corporation. So like, yeah, th- like this just like doesn't mean anything to me. So it's, he's already the literally CEO. Literally the same as fucking any kind of royalty, any kind of anything, just passing this shit back and forth among themselves. Yeah. We're supposed to be like, oh, my God, the new queen just dropped. Instead yeah, of being like, exactly wait a minute, is it still the Murdoch family? <laughs> Why yeah. don't we pause all the press releases about this? If one of them is more susceptible to like eating a pretzel, then I'll be interested, okay? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not getting like shoes thrown at them or whatever, I don't give a fuck, okay? <laughs> they're just in their little bubbles. I don't care. Yeah, 
it like one of the types of articles this gives rise to is the article where it's like, well, he sure did a lot. You know, and it's just like, I mean, you can't say the Iraq war wasn't impactful or, <laughs> you know, like it's just like basically it's, it's one time is like, yeah, we put Trump on the cover. We yeah, had, we said person of the year. We didn't say good person of yeah. the year. But just like sheer wattage of their influence is what is being determined. And that yeah. feels toxic and bad to me. No one needed your input on it, you know, honestly, yeah. like time. You're talking to me right now. Yeah, oh, you, oh. Jack. Yeah. You, you. <laughs> yeah, Jack. Uh, well, guess what, Jack? Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Justin takes over. <laughs> From Jack to Justin. No difference. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> That was amazing. That was I'm kind of for this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mute his mic, Justin. I know you have control over his house. Um, I was listening to this podcast. It's like about dictators, and like it's like pretty interesting. But like every like the the way the narrator describes success is like Stalin was quite a successful leader, and it's like how are we describing? Is it like? oh if maybe if i was more successful i could kill more people you know what i mean like if i had access to more murder all i have to say is those seven year plans were done in under five (laughs) (laughs) well yeah our metrics were unmatched there's a lot of efficiency to be gained when you just murder murder people yeah yeah. and erase them from pictures save a lot financially if you just kill a bunch of people yeah you invent photoshop before like years before adobe did because you have to erase all those people from pictures so i mean and you never made us pay for subscription so right <laughs> i just was gonna say that's why the Simpton- simpsons has that iconic line that's why pencils have erasers about germans you know oh it's a mistakes in the past by that yeah. but that's why pencils have erasers god the Simpsons is going to be like a hundred years from now viewed the way that we view Shakespeare. I think <laughs> just feel like man, that was the best thing they did. That it court, was and it, it was all performed by men. Hank Azaria, he performs yeah. every single one of those voices. Yeah, and exactly. That's what like we love the most about and, it, and that is the thing w- that makes it good. But yeah, I mean, so th- it's obviously led to a bunch of succession memes. Namely, people seeming to be bummed that he didn't randomly die on a private jet. Uh, spoilers for anybody who's not caught up on succession. He was just about to go. Actual Murdoch was just about to go to Ocean Gate or whatever. <laughs> right. A Titanic drop at 92. Yeah. A Titanic drop. Oh, my God, you guys. I just did the Titanic drop. <laughs> but like his. So I I had heard that there are details in succession that the caused the Murdoch family to put like NDAs and, and like really like made them paranoid because they were like so accurate to what their lives are are actually like. And just one of the details of like what this power struggle was like is that he made them fight each other because he thought that it would he pitted kids against each other their entire lives. Oh, yeah. He thought that it would create a Darwinian struggle that would produce the most capable heir. And then his daughter, Elizabeth, is by many accounts the sharpest, but she is a woman and Murdoch subscribed to, you know, old old fashioned values on which we used to rely. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so you're actually a Family Guy guy. Yeah. Also Fox, you know. Also Fox. Wow. Yeah. I it's mean, he gave us The Simpsons. He gave us Family Guy, and we're gonna sit here and badmouth him. I think about <laughs> fighting a giant chicken. That's what right. I think about when I think about Rupert Murdoch. Um, yeah. I think it's. I think it's so funny that they were like, it's, there's so many like secret details that are so accurate that we can't let out. Like how the woman is smart. That is, <laughs> don't let that. Don't the let biggest that shock of all. They'll never believe no. this. The brains went inside the woman one all the whole time. time. Like a Trojan horse. <laughs> But I mean, if it if it was so accurate that they felt like they needed to like get litigious with people about like leaking details, and he just let one of his sons actually take over, I feel like that's a good thing for us because the actual like the children on succession were fucking idiots, you know, like they were all monsters who were the beginning of the end. Yeah, so maybe like hopefully this is the beginning of the end. Wait, the do you think he really killed? killed a waiter <laughs> do you think that actually happened i mean i'm sure they killed a lot of people yeah, that would be this sort of detail yeah i mean these like the stories you just casually hear about the sort of evil done by not like necessarily the first generation of people who get rich but like the ones their kids who have been like raised in it for, and don't yeah know just raised else. in like being ready to inherit like millions or billions of dollars like they are so ruined like just the least humane human people like of all of all time like so i i wouldn't be shocked if that was one of the details uh of course i have no way of knowing that though so yeah that that made it sound like i like helped them cover up a murder but, I know, uh, and, and we didn't. just let you hang in that. We There's no like, way of knowing man. that, uh, and any allegations otherwise are completely specious. <laughs> All right. Should we take another break and then come back and talk about Bob Ross's rookie card? Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And there's a big story. Bob Ross first painting on sale for $10 million. A Minneapolis art gallery is reportedly selling the first ever painting he created on his PBS show for nearly $10 million, which seems like a lot for a work of art that took 30 minutes to make. On the other hand, I had the immediate thought. I was like, well, it's like his rookie card. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't care about the artistic value of like Major League Baseball, like baseball card, rookie card. Like, it's just cool that it was like their rookie card that came out when before we knew how awesome they were going to be. And that is exactly the sales pitch from the con artist who is selling this thing. Who's like, what what are you talking about? This is a fucking rookie card. Bob Ross rookie card. The last time it was on Zeitgeist and we had another art story. Remember? And we were talking about the way that the art market, it was about the British Museum, remember? And then posing and all that stuff. But also about how, in addition to all the other reasons, like that museum and a lot of others are like a crime, the fact that so little of the artwork is exhibited, right? And like that also what ends up happening is like much of it disappears or gets misplaced by a man that runs the gallery and put by him on eBay. Right. Right. But the other thing we were talking about the, like the capitalism of like art in a way that is like gruesome and won't leave anything in its wake. And it's like the Gagosianization of like everything. And to see like some, like I would love it if say that $10 million or whatever the fuck went to like, an arts program or some shit, but like, uh, doubtful, you know, instead now we're making a thing that that man prided himself on making accessible to everyone on public television. We're making, we're setting the bid at 10 million. Anyway. Yeah. I also think it's terrible. Anyways, I'm selling my first joke for like $2 million. (laughs) So if anybody wants to buy my first open mic joke. Fucking classic. Get in while you can. <laughs> it's probably about dicks or something. <laughs> Very <laughs> Bob Ross of me. Yeah. Classic. classic. But it is. Yeah. So much of the art world is basically money laundering. And so, so much of like all these stories where it's like this. They just bought this for 90 million dollars becomes a lot. Rob them so easier bad. to believe when you realize that. Yeah. That it's just like rich people hiding their money in a brightly colored thing yep i want to rob them so bad they deserve to be robbed so bad you know yep 
I'm empathizing with the bling ring right now. I want to bob rob them. Am I right? Uh, yeah. uh, I'm <laughs> quitting. I quit. <laughs> um, so I, I do just want to read this part, though. So I, I'm i like, all right, fuck this. This is terrible. Capitalism, like, destroys everything, including art. Like, And then I'm reading this description of Bob Ross, the, Bob Ross's other most expensive work of art which you know people are saying 10 10 million dollars is wild just if you look at the internal market for bob ross paintings his previous most expensive was ninety five thousand dollars, and this is them describing that and they said painted on an oil on canvas this gem features a rowboat padding to the shore on a sunny day with reeds and sand visible in the foreground it allowed bob to spend special attention to the way the sunlight illuminates the clouds and how to stipple the edge of the waves of the tides to get that white foam. And like, I was like, my blood pressure fell by like 345 points. Or <laughs> however, you just like reading a description of like what he did, like a, a, a description of like that's a plot synopsis of an episode of like a Bob Ross show. It's an ASMR of ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm like kind of in. Not not on how much money this is, but like on the Bob Ross art market. The money part like cancels out the blood pressure drop. Like I immediately yeah, yeah. get stressed out thinking about a painting that costs that much and yeah. who it's in the hands of. That's like, what capitalism is... like looks at a thing and is like, how do we make this stressful? This is like yoga run by someone with anger management issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at some point it's gonna snap. <laughs> how do we make this like fuck people's whole shit up like just like really stress them out wait the yeah. thing where the guy like calms everyone down yeah how do we make that like let's do really coke stressful off of it. <laughs> and like make people want to murder each other you know how like yeah. he made you feel like sunshine inside what if like our thing was like taking that and making it feel like it was hailing in your heart yeah <laughs> can we right. bottle that can we sell it yeah. <laughs> oh i think people were enjoying the sunshine of it now Nah, fuck that. Another one of America's great creations, craft singles are being recalled for gagging or choking hazards. Okay, is, gagged. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Bad news for those of us who are too lazy to take four seconds to cut ourselves a slice of cheese. Wait a minute. It's got wrapping on it in general. I've been eating stacks of them at once. <laughs> yeah, I've right. just been unhinging my jaw like a snake and housing 15 of them at once. Yeah. 83,800 cases of craft singles are being recalled, which apparently one of the company's wrapping machines had a bad day at work and some packages were shipped out with a thin strip of plastic film stuck to the singles which is confusing like i don't know how it could be more stuck to the singles that's than what the i think thing already is that's what i kept thinking too i was like how would it be any different than the other plastic like of all the things that of all the foods that i would not be worried having a thin strip of plastic stuck to them this would be it because i'm it's our it open that's its opening offer that's what i is it has for. thin plastic stuck to I it i buy it for the plastic and then i melt the cheese down and sell yeah. that it's yeah. like crying in the ocean <laughs> like who even can tell yeah 
a third piece of plastic. Not me when I do it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a victimless crime. The only mm. victim is yourself, just like with craft singles. And crying in the ocean, which I will be doing on Sunday with Sophia. Cannot <laughs> when wait for that enjoy. sweet date. We just go out on a surf and we just saw. Yeah. Just up to your knees in the ocean, or what are we thinking? Up to your shoulders? Yeah, just you just walk out. Actually, you just slowly walk out to the ocean in like a white long dress. <laughs> <laughs> in a white long dress with, <laughs> with rocks you, in your pockets? You don't turn back and you just sob. It's yeah. the coolest thing in LA. It's right after puppy yoga. <laughs> yeah. It's called a pulling a the Virginia Wolf diet. I don't know oh, why yeah. they call it a diet, just for like marketing purposes. But yeah. <laughs> we juice a little bit after, we eat a little potpourri. Just a, it's the a lifestyle. Chill, fucking LA type of day. Yeah. Type of death. <laughs> <laughs> Both, honestly. What's the difference? Uh, do you guys fuck with craft singles? Are you are no. you above it? Okay, I'm vegan now. I hate being vegan. Let's not talk uh, about it. Okay. But like, I'm vegan now, so I can't. But I used to fuck with yeah. it a little bit, you know. A little cheese on that sandwich, you know. Only in grilled cheese. Anything other than yeah. that, I'm like, it, it's it's necessary. It's made for, for melting. Yeah, it yeah. it is the thing that I appeals to me about it, and it's most American cheese. I I actually don't think I have had Kraft singles in like you know a couple weeks, but it's it's mainly the low melting point. Like I, I think my there's a part of my brain that's like that's not supposed to melt that quickly, <laughs> and it's just like it sure isn't. It's like a you know, non-Newtonian, like yeah. Substance. They're like water's special properties are that it's polar and crafts cheese, and <laughs> <laughs> a natural melting point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, and in other science news, let's talk about Florida's Surgeon General. He, you know, Donald the- Duck. <laughs> 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 Despite the fact that uh, COVID infections are nearing the first peak of 2020 levels, flip flop with a mustache. That <laughs> we're still like a, candidates, no, and a little earring. No, I like that one. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. pitching candidates for Florida search engine. <laughs> I didn't know if, if registration just a regular were still grandpa. Open. Yeah. <laughs> just a grandpa su- selected at random <laughs> a jet ski on fire okay i'm done yes. I'm sorry i like i like the cut of his jib yeah you that know it's him because he's on fire he doesn't seem like he gives a fuck at all that jet ski's not wearing a mask why should i <laughs> that's right the cdc just released new data indicating that he warned healthy adults under the age of 65 against taking a new COVID-19 booster. And CDC just released new data that he gave that advice just days after Florida ranked first in the nation for COVID-related hospitalizations. Um, I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with COVID and everything to do with critical race theory. And this yeah. is how I'm going <laughs> to... In this right. essay, I will. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> His predecessor was like, this the vaccines remain very, very safe and have a really proven efi- efficacy, particularly against preventing severe disease, which I do feel like we always need to say because the the way this story has trended is just people being like, Yeah, but I don't know. Like everybody had different things to say during the pandemic. It was a crazy time. And it's like, no, those people were wrong and they killed many, many people with their wrong opinions. And now one of them is the Surgeon General of Florida. 
but to be fair, his like scientific backing is that the vaccine is gay. <laughs> so how can we uh, argue with that? You know what I my mean? My dog's right for that one. Oh, I'm <laughs> so much gayer than I was, honestly. Meow. Like he actually had he he's a little like uh, Doctor Oz in the sense that like he when you look at his background. There was a time when he was like a very respected medical professional. Uh, he's a Harvard grad, accomplished clinical researcher at UCLA. And then COVID hit and he started being like, fuck the lockdown. We should all just go about this like nothing matters. For, you guessed it, Rupert Murdoch in the Wall Street Journal. And then he joined a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, RIP to a real one. Then he joined a little group called America's Frontline Doctors, which you remember, might remember. Oh, my God. I remember that image of them. Yeah. They protested at the Capitol. They were included, all wearing white coats. Yeah. And, they, and I was like, are these real doctors? And then, like, most of them were plastic surgeons. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Then you're like, yeah, so obviously, no. Right. <laughs> And this was the one real doctor that, and that's why DeSantis, like, selected him and was like, I know you have, like, no background in politics or, like, being any sort of surgeon general or any position like this, but because I feel like I could use you to pwn the libs, I'm going to make you the surgeon general and then kill so many people. Like just really playing with fire in the in Florida, like so many old people. They're just they're so old there. Also being chosen, ugh, by DeSantis. Right. I just imagine that explanation you just gave as like a drunk history episode where DeSantis is being played by someone like Rob Hubel, and he's like, "And I chose you because you <laughs> for all these yeah. reasons." Yeah, second on, on the lips. I um, am a little drunk. I, everybody can probably tell that, but yeah. I also think like people like sure people can have like having gone to like a really sciencey engineering school it's like yeah you can be very smart in like one or one specific thing but then really dumb in another but also like don't underestimate the power of selling out like yeah to have like power and be tokenized and be given like higher platforms because you are a token or because of these credentials and you can earn money from that and earn connections from that, that is not impervious to your academic like institutions that you've attended or like, the uh, degrees totally. you've accumulated. So it's like people who think that they shouldn't trust science because they can't trust some scientists, like that really bothers me because it's such a blemish on like stem and everything because it's not it's just like anything it's like it's not the knowledge it's the people who wield it yeah. right that are corruptible so yeah. that really bothers me i'm like you're not doing us any favors in yeah. science yeah i mean it's not like one one profession is going to be 100 percent like smart and right on a subject but yeah. people act like you know because they found a single harvard a harvard grad who like has a medical background that like well that proves it, folks. I was like, no, it's shit. I, Science defeated. There's this crazy thing called <laughs> second opinions, and you are the only person with this opinion. So, yeah. And it is an opinion. It is like, truly an opinion. Like, he, so w since he's been the Surgeon General, like, he added a thing claiming that, like, uh, warning men against taking the Pfizer 
and Moderna vaccines pointing to an analysis claiming the shots increase the risk of cardiac-related deaths among young men. That's what I said, gay! Right. (laughs) But then later revealed that the evidence he pointed to in that analysis was written by, let me see, him? Wow. He he, he personally altered the state study he cited, and the Florida Department of Health study said that there was no significant risk associated with the COVID-19 vaccine for young men. And then in a draft labeled Dr. L's Edits... That is so funny. Ladapo modified the report so it read that like it was a risk to men between 18 and 39, which is like false. It's like that dude from the British Museum, remember, who was selling the art, making his fucking eBay seller name, just his actual email connected to his Twitter, connected to his everything. Yes. I also have a folder on my desktop called Dr. G's Edits, and it's just pictures of me photoshopped as Andrew Garfield's wife. So, like, (laughs) same. That's also real to me. That's a real fact to me. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, despite like that, that became a scandal, obviously, because he like altered a scientific paper with just like things he wished were true. And so funny. Since then, he's been confirmed for a second term by the state Senate. So also, that's really funny because of how papers in science are peer reviewed and like how reviews and edits go about in that in that profession like you have to peer-reviewed journals are a thing where like other experts in the field like examine your experiments and your methods and your materials and they're like hey add this experiment or like this uh this isn't sound enough you need to have more subjects or whatever and it's just like it's just so funny that he's like you know what i'm gonna publish this on my own i'm gonna add my own appendix It's like it just adds to the hilarity within academia of like these professors are on a power trip and want to just do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. Of course. It's so fun. Yeah. So I love that. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to do Dr. G's edits and just there you go. <laughs> be like, you know what? We are going on a date. Okay. These are Dr. G's edits. <laughs> <laughs> Read my notes. Counterpoint. See no. my notes below. Yeah. Yeah. See my edits. Well, Pallavi, such a pleasure having you on the podcast, as always. Where can people uh, find you, follow you, all that good stuff? I am at Pallavi Ganalan, P-A-L-L-A-V-I-G-U-N-A-L-A-N, everywhere. I've been posting more stuff on Instagram because X is dead uh, slash dying slash we're going to have to pay something for it. So I'm tired of it. But I am there still <laughs> until it there goes go. down. Yeah, I'm so. there. Yeah. And I'm like doing We're more all shows. in that cesspool until, you know. Hell yeah. I'm doing more shows. So I run a show at the comedy store called Facial Recognition Comedy. It's all South Asians and Middle Eastern people and North African people, all brown people. Um, you do it with Kieran, yeah? Um, Kieran is on our show. I co-produce it with Biza and Zara, but we book Kieran That's all right. the time. Love Karen. Um, I also am going to be in Chicago November 8th at the Lincoln Lodge. I'm really excited for that. And I'm going to be just doing shows everywhere. Come on, Zygang. Go out in full force. Yeah, some of you showed up to Seattle. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Yeah. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Yes. Okay. So this person named Liz Elkind tweeted... She tweeted, Matt Gates pits, pins shutdown on McCarthy. We will have a government shutdown, and it is absolutely Speaker McCarthy's fault. We cannot 
blame Joe Biden for not having moved our individual spending bills. We cannot blame House Democrats. We can't even blame Chuck Schumer in the Senate. And then the official White House account quote tweeted it with that Onion article that's heartbreaking. The worst person you know just made a great point about Ooh, Matt the Gaines. White House. <laughs> so I'm like, some social media intern is on their game, yeah. <laughs> like taking that meme and posting it. Yeah. It's wild. I was like, wow. I think that's the first time the work of media we've been enjoying was from at White House. At White House. Yeah. Look if you guys that. have heard of it, like yeah. they're doing really terrible work. So go yeah. ahead. Check them out on X. <laughs> Follow them. Do war for crimes. More disappointment and finding every, out when your student loans aren't canceled. <laughs> every 40 years, there's a good meme. Amazing. Sophia, such a pleasure having you as guest co host. Where can people find you? And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Uh, first off, thank you so much for having me. Second off, it was so nice to hang out with you, Pallavi. Third, so fun. I am really interested in Ellery Smith's quote. I tweet love Ellery Smith of this film updates recreation of Ben Schwartz rec- recreating this cable knit sweater Billy Crystal look. Mm-hmm. And Ellery wrote, the quality of sweaters has declined so greatly in the last 20 years that I think it genuinely genuinely necessitates a national conversation. His sweater, yeah. So Ben Schwartz was like trying to recreate the Billy Crystal sweater from When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, and just look how soft and plushy this motherfucking sweater is. And then, then, what the hell is this? It's acrylic it's nightmare. <laughs> it's acrylic really nightmare. It's a yeah. sheen sweater. <laughs> I, I got this in high school when I was in Ross and I was like, maybe I'm preppy. And it was a hard no then, too. So, yeah, I will say I'm actually opening for Ellery Smith's uh, special taping on the 28th. Whoa. Uh So you guys Synergy. should go buy tickets to that because it's going to be amazing. And she's yeah. very funny. Very funny. Like anybody who has a good way of looking into the ways that like things have gotten worse, because like we, we've talked about like there are definitely like things like movies have gotten worse because of like CGI and like the ability for companies to just like send, send you like a scam bullshit product or, or more. Scam but it, calls. Yeah, but if like phone, the ability to use the phone has gotten worse, the ability to use email, text, it, everything is getting slowly turned into just complete bullshit but at the end of this are you gonna say make america great great again Is that but i'm just saying could we make america great again no I'm, I'm just, and under it is a maga hat and has been this entire time is there somebody who's like tracking because i feel like clothes are getting worse and like well quality 100 percent. yeah yeah like what what is somebody keeping track of this do we have a database where it's just like is there a subreddit where it's just like things that are way worse than they used to be. Yeah, Jack, let me let me get my manufacturing guy on it. Yeah. <laughs> my textile. Hello, man. manufacturing guy? Yeah, those desks yeah, that really? I asked you about, will you please? Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Dr. G, I hear you'll make some edits. Yeah, no, I'm making some edits to our textiles. It's going to make them worse Thank by you guys. far. I uh, knew you guys would be able to help, help me with this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. And event it, the second that Twitter you have to pay for, you will find me on threads at Jack underscore O underscore Brian. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. 
Mir I am, like Will I am, but Miriam tweeted, Willy Nilly is short for William Nilliam. And that was just a fact that I needed to know. That's so true. You can find <laughs> me. That's so true. Uh, you so can find true. us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh, super producer Justin, you've already come in with the wild conspiracy theory about shoe design and you, or a correct fact check we're not yeah. sure which end of the spectrum it lands we we're gonna let sure. it ride justin You'll we're gonna let it ride <laughs> uh is there is there a song that you think people might enjoy uh there is uh as wow we head, <laughs> as we head into the weekend i wanted to give you all something fun to listen to uh everybody has been put onto the victoria monet uh, album Hell in the yeah. recent yeah recent history is just she's really blowing up but this album came out like right after my birthday and like the day after actually and i've been bumping it ever since um one of my favorite outstanding songs on there is stop parentheses asking me for shit i love it yeah there's some fun rhythm changes and playful songwriting going on here it's the perfect way to enter the weekend uh so if you haven't heard this yet I really suggest you throw this on. This is Stop Asking Me For Shit by Victoria Monet, and you can find that in the footnotes. Footnotes. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this week. We are back on Monday morning to tell you what was trending over the weekend, what's trending on Monday morning, and all sorts of good stuff. We'll, we'll also have a Greatest Hits of the Week episode if you missed a bunch of episodes this week week and yeah the weekly zeitgeist i believe goes up on saturday but yeah have a great weekend everybody and we'll talk to you all monday morning bye 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 something that makes me crazy is when people say well i had this career before but it was a waste and that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now this is she pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.